like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, be kind to one another. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. When I say just a scripture, I mean just this particular aspect of it. Mark 7 and verse 26. Well, to make it make sense to you, verse 25 and 26. Well, 24 through 26. And from there he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon. Jesus did. And entered into a house and would have no man know it, but he could not be hidden. For a certain woman, what kind of woman? A certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet. Now watch how the Holy Ghost describes this woman. Take a look at it. The woman was a Greek. Hello? The woman was a Greek. A Syrophoenician by nation. Genos. Ken. All human Akin. And she brought him that he would cast forth the demon out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, let the children first be filled and it goes on from there. But you notice how the Holy Ghost said the woman is a Greek woman. And she's a Syrophoenician by nation. That's what she came out of. It describes this woman. So if God doesn't see color, how did we get this? And if God doesn't see nations, how do we get this? Didn't God tell Abraham, I'm going to bless all families, all of the nations, and I'm going to do it through you? Well, anybody that come to Jesus, no matter what color they are, what nation they are, can be redeemed if they believe. So the gospel is for every nation. Okay, let's look at Genos in his purest form, even though family, people, race has to do with it. God don't see race. Yes, he does. You ever heard of Jews? Huh? We have been so deceived and so lied to, and a lot of us, because we don't do a lot of reading and praying, we take up that mess and we run with it. Mm -mm, shouldn't be that way 
Acts chapter 17. This is a premier scripture here as it relates to genos and ethnic groups and color and all the rest of this stuff. It's in the Bible. So if I'm wrong this morning, God is wrong. Now you tell him. And we'll see you at the rapture. Acts chapter 17. Commencing at verse 22 through 31. The Bible says, Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, whom therefore you ignorantly worship, him declare I unto you. God who made the world and all things in it, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life. He didn't say just get to the white folk. He gave it to all life and breath and all things and has made of one blood all nations of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Let me pause right there. God has made of one blood all nations. This is real simple everybody. There's human blood, there's fish blood, there's bird blood, and it's, uh, it's one other, and animal blood. But you cannot get animal blood from a pig, even though we eat a lot of pig. Oink, oink, everybody. You can't get no pig transfusion. You got to go A, B, B positive, O negative, all the human blood. It's not but one race of people. The human race. But the problem in this country is the white man got here first, locked the Indians up on reservation, which they still are right now, took all the gold, took all the silver, took all the property. And set the government up and made everybody subservient to it except white people. That's where we are. And this is where God comes in. Aren't you a Christian? Yes, sir. Well, where's your love for that black man? Where's your love, black man, for that white man? And all y'all supposed to have the same Jesus. So let all this bitterness and clamor and wrath and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. If you got the same Lord, if you're supposed to be headed toward the same heaven, which if you're born again, you're already seated there, what is the problem? Race. Man-made. When I say man-made, man is the one that put all of these punishments upon Race. 
And that's the problem. They don't want their little white kids to understand how wicked and evil they are. So they don't want it taught. Right next door in Texas, they're rewriting the history books. And you're going to tell me, you're going to sit up here and look at me like I'm saying something wrong? Shame on you. God has always sent someone to lead his people. But it's the people that don't want to be led. All right. We want to or not, you're here right now. May not come back, but you're here. I want you to come back. You need to come back. Okay. So all this breath. Verse 26. Hath made of one. And hath made of one blood all nations. There you go. Of men to dwell on all the face of the earth. And hath determined the times before appointed. And the bounds of their habitation. So when we look back in Genesis, they were in their own nations. They were in their, you know, speaking in their own tongue. God put them in that place until we were taken captive. Amen. And it's been a long road from the door of no return. And when they had to release us from slavery here, then they didn't want to take care of us. They didn't want to give us no money. They didn't want to give us no jobs. When they had to pay us, now they had a bigger problem. They didn't want to pay us. And I know I'm talking to some black folk in here that done trained some white folk to take your job. Am I right? You train them to take your job. See how dumb we are? I mean... <laughs> Either that or you get fired. We've been treated wrong. And I don't even start talking about Negroes the way they treat one another. All right, move right along. Stay excited. <laughs> In verse 27. That they should seek the Lord if perhaps they might feel after him and find him. Though he is not far from every one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said. For we are also his offspring. Genos. We don't look like no dog. We, we made in the image of God. We're his offspring. He didn't put the Negro's head on his knees. He put it where the white man's head is. Does anybody in here love Jesus? For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that God, that the Godhead is like gold or silver or stone carved by arts and man's device. Quit worshiping that car and that house and that bank account. You ain't taking none of that stuff out of here with you. Be grateful, but learn how to live to the glory of God. Amen. Learn how to treat one another. Learn how to pray for one another. Learn to get unjealous of other people. 
Papa may have, Mama may have, but God bless the child who has his own. You ain't got no business being jealous of nobody. You get out and go to work and be frugal and learn how to save and learn how to get out of debt, then maybe you can be happy before 50 years turn over. Quit worshiping things. Worship God. Because it's him, him that we live, move, and have our being. Verse 30. And the times of his and the times of this ignorance, people worshiping idols and all the rest of this stuff. And the times of this ignorance, God overlooked, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent, turn around, change your mind, come to Jesus. Quit worshiping things in one another and worship him. And don't think that the Godhead is gold and silver and stuff. It's a man. Verse 31, because he had appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, concerning which he hath given assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. Whoop, there it is. When God raised Jesus from the dead, he raised a perfect specimen. He raised a perfect man. And we come to him imperfect, and he puts his spirit in us, baptized us by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. And all the stuff that had us bound before should not have his hands on us now. Because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. I had to re-equilibrate my thinking as it relates to white people. I didn't like them. I had a problem with them. Because I remember George Dortoys, Lehman Brown, and Captain Green that ran roughshod over the black neighborhood in Shreveport. Twisted justice, denied justice, all the rest of this stuff that went on with the Shreveport Police Department, shooting black men, killing them like water running down the street. Now you get up every morning, you turn the TV on, somebody else and got shot. And it's all in the black neighborhood. Somebody's paying for that. Somebody is hiring somebody to kill somebody to make it seem as though this is a terrible place. No, it's just terrible people. Amen. Because they want all people except Negroes to get out of Shreveport and move to Bolger. Bolger is apartheid. As far as I'm concerned. You're going to give somebody a ticket for not walking on the sidewalk. And ain't no sidewalk. That's the stuff they do over there. <laughs> Don't take my word for it. <laughs> I'm just a messenger. <laughs> you won't give me a ticket for not walking on the sidewalk? Yeah. Where's the sidewalk? Here's the ticket. I had a conversation this week with a white boy that I can appreciate. And I remember when he was in trouble and I went into that store and he was crying. He's, he's about as tall as Minister Cottrell White. And he asked me to pray for him because he heard I was a, a preacher. So I prayed for him. This was about five years, no. Yeah, about five years ago. And I went in there 
Friday this week, you know, to look for some things. And I saw him there. So we got into this race conversation. So immediately they jumped on Biden. Started saying, you know, well, Biden got us in trouble and all this. I said, no, he didn't. That man ain't been there a good year. He, he, he has not done all this. He's trying to clean all this mess up. He said, well, you know, I, you know he's, he's just an evil man. I said, no, he's not. No, I didn't want to bring out 45. <laughs> I was trying to be friendly. <laughs> I was trying to be friendly, trying to help my brother out. Then we started talking about critical race theory. And he went on down and I told him, you know, that they're not teaching black history in Caddo Parish and white folk are afraid of the truth and they don't want their kids to know how they really are and how their foreparents really treated us. So they're trying to hide all that. And then I said to him, before I knew it, I said, white people are evil. <laughs> now, I was, I was trying to be, you know, I didn't want to be thrown out of the store and all that. And he said, well, I said, white people are evil. Then I left and went on and walked around the store. <laughs> if your heart condemn you, then God is greater. I said, now that wasn't right. I shouldn't have said that to him like that. That white people are evil. Even though it's the truth. Not all of them. 99, 9, 10. <laughs> so I, 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 I said. Then I went back to him and I said. Not only are white people evil. So are black people evil. So are people evil. And that's why God has sent people like me. To preach the gospel. So that people can be changed. And that's why I left it. And that was fair. So we have to understand that we are to be kind to one another. Because we are connected by one creator. And being kin, being kind, being genos, being of this race, being of that generation then we are all interconnected by God together. But it's too much disrespect. It's too much disrespect because I'm black, you not already judge me. I don't have to move at all to pass judgment on white people. And this is what I told them. History has proven that your people don't like mine. It's recorded. But see, God in this message today is talking to those that name the name of Jesus. That we have responsibility to understand that we are to be kind to one another. And then by doing this, all men that know will know that we are his disciples because we have love one to another. But there can be no reconciliation without recognition. Don't ask me to just erase my history, erase what has been done to my foreparents, and forget all that because I love the Lord. No. I do love the Lord, but this is what was done to my people. I love the Lord, but he hit my car. So because I love the Lord, I ain't supposed to see nothing. No, they just told my car, but I don't see it. 
Now, be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Now, we looked at Genos. That's, that's kind. And, and before we leave there, I want to show you one other. No, I'm, I'm moving away from there. So, we're to be kind to one another, realizing that we are kin to one another. Were we born again or not? One blood. Now I want to talk about being tenderhearted. Because we're living in a day now where people are hard-hearted. They don't speak to you. They walk all over you. They lie on you. They, they, they put your stuff out on Facebook. They, they, they just, people are just vicious. Unruly, unthankful, unholy, ungodly, unapproachable. It's almost like we're living in a bubble. Well, I better not say anything because, you know, ain't no telling. They may just jump up and shoot me right here in this store. They may stab me. So what does it mean to be tenderhearted? Now, I know there are some of you all in here, uh, I imagine, pretty good cooks. You go to Brooks, you buy that steak. You take that steak to the house, you put it down on that board, and you put that tenderizer on it. Put that salt and pepper on it. That's right, I'm trying to make some of y'all hungry. <laughs> you take that mallet, you start beating that steak. You're beating it and you got tenderizer on it. You want to make sure that when you add that gravy to it and then you, it's done and you do all you're going to do to it, you cut it up, is real tender. Jesus said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. How hard is your heart right now? You have to be careful that you don't get into this where they deserve it. Oh, baby. I went to, and, and, and I, I've asked the Lord to help me with my mouth. And let me tell you what I mean. If you come to me for the truth and I give it to you and you mad at me and I don't see you no more, then what happened? God's people have been called upon to speak the truth in love, right? So yesterday I went to a restaurant and I got favor. I didn't have to go in. I just called. They brought, they served me, you know, brought it to the car. And... It was late getting there. So the lady that brought it out said, oh no, you don't have to tip me because I don't deserve it. I said, well, take it anyway. Because out of all these times that I've come here, you've never deserved a tip. Now see, now some of y'all, you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> But this is where I was headed. I wasn't just being rude. I wasn't being rude at all. But I say, you, you've never deserved a tip. I say, every day we live, we don't deserve God's grace. None of us. And that's how I left it. Just like I went back to that white boy. Well, you know, we got some old evil people too. 
But God gives us what we don't deserve. That's the point. It is when we think we start deserving something, people don't even give us a notice, we get all upset. But here's the point. To be tender-hearted is to be pitiful. And I thought about, I thought about that, that song, uh, I think Otis Redding singing. They call me Mr. Pitiful. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. The hypocrite. To be pitiful is to be tender-hearted. It is to show compassion for other people. Amen. You see, that was the charge against number 45. He had no empathy. Amen. And baby, when you all caught up with just you, your husband, Joe, your foe, and no more, you got a problem. If you just care about the people at your address, that's it. You got a problem. Because Christianity says... It's really for the other fella. I have to care more about other people as much as I can. Today's message, Be Kind to One Another, FC3098. FC3098 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119 or email us Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is Will I do His will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. 
in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.